It's me, Roz. You guys, I got an announcement to make. We are going to do the first ever Ghosted live in front of a real studio audience. And I want you to be in the audience. If you live in Los Angeles or, you know, you want to make a trip to Los Angeles, I'm going to be doing it at my favorite theater in the basement of a Mexican restaurant, which is Casita del Campo's Cavern Club Celebrity Theater, which is in Silver Lake. And we've actually talked about this theater a couple of times on this podcast. Uh, I remember Jackie Beat and Cherry Vine and also Selene Luna had shared some stories about a little bit of paranormal activity that has happened in that basement theater. And actually next week's episode with Drew Drogi, he talks about an experience that he had down there as well. So I've done like a billion shows down there. I've never had any paranormal activity, but apparently it exists. So I'm thinking what we're going to do is I'm going to have a couple of fun celebrity guests. Maybe there'll be some stand-up. Maybe we'll have some paranormal investigators set some things up. We're going to record it for an episode. And maybe I'll even perform the theme song live for you. So I hope you can make it. It is going to be October 19th at 8 p.m., Cavern Club Celebrity Theater. You can get the tickets by going to my Instagram at Roz Dressfulness, and I'll have the ticket link in my bio. So hope to see you there. <sighs> so exciting. I also have had a very interesting week when it comes to all the wonderful messages that I get from listeners of the show. I, for okay, this week for the first time since I've been doing the show, You know, maybe a time or two in the past, you know, eight months or so, I've had people write me and they say, oh, my gosh, I just had a paranormal paranormal experience that happened, you know, today or whatever. Very rarely it's happened. This week, I am not even kidding you. I got like four or five or maybe even more different, you know, reports either on the Facebook group or messages that people have sent me personally about paranormal activity that's happening to ghosted listeners in real time. So I hope that does not scare you from listening to the show because we we want you here. I don't think you're going to be next. But there's been some creepy stuff happening. Lindsay, I saw what you posted in the Ghosted by Roz Dressfeles Facebook group. And there's a spooky video that Lindsay posted up here of her door getting pushed uh, repeatedly, kind of, it seems like it's getting banged on. And you said that, uh, you know, there was no windows open and no air on or anything. So it's very spooky. So uh, go check out the Facebook group for that. I also recently received a message from Christina. And here's a little ghost story she sent me. She said to me, a theater ghost? What else? She says, hey, boo, just wanted to share a spooky story. 
So last month, I was in a musical at a very old theater. It was originally built in 1900 and used as an, as an opera house. As far as I know, it's been some type of performance space ever since. The theater has had minimal renovations over the years, giving it a dusty, creepy feeling, although the locals would call it a diamond in the rough. Ooh, I like that. It's like Aladdin. Wait a minute. Where's the theater? Is this the, uh, <laughs> is this the, the Agrabah community players? There are many spooky stories and experiences had by artists and employees over the years involving the figure of a man who looks to be from the early 1900s in a black bowler hat, white shirt, and black pants with suspenders. Or, you know, he could be a hipster from five years ago that was very much a hipster, that Mumford and Son look. Uh, This man has been seen in the house in the wings, and in the green room slash dressing rooms. There was also a rumor that somebody died near the men's room years ago, an area I felt was heavy before I heard the rumor. I've had a few experiences, like hearing my name whispered in my ear, Christina. Music turning on by itself, lighting cues going wild, Lights around the building still on when they've been shut off, but none as big as this one. Before our Saturday night performance, I was feeling a little nervous because I had loved ones in the audience. So I was giving myself a pep talk and a little prayer while I got dressed. I was standing, bent over with my foot on a chair as I was pulling up my sock when I felt a hand on the middle of my back, gently pat me in a comforting way. I turned around thinking it was maybe one of my castmates, but I was in the dressing room alone with the door shut. It actually made me feel good, like this spirit was reassuring me that I could have a good show. And I did! It was actually my best night. It's good to know that the spirits there are supportive and not actually trying to break legs. Love Ghosted Roz, come to Pittsburgh. Oh, maybe I will come to Pittsburgh now that I'm doing live shows. Hey, where else should I do a live show? Let me know. Okay, we have a very, very special guest on the show today. I have become completely obsessed with her. We recorded this a couple of weeks ago, and she is... Well, we're going to talk about what she does, but uh, among many things, she is a psychic and clairvoyant. She, she's she got all the powers. She, she's got all these gifts, and she's an incredible presence to be around. And she's very accurate. She w- was willing to read me on the air. And I'm not talking about drag read. And she's like, read me. Girl, oh, honey, let's start with those shoes. Not like that. She literally gave me a psychic reading. And she was so great because she was very respectful of my privacy. So some things might be a little bit vague at times uh, when she does give me her reading. But I will say that it's very accurate. And I hope that if you do like her, you can you can go check her out for yourself because I'm shouting her name off of the rooftops. So here she is, Elena Servadio Schwinn. <laughs> A very special guest in this building today. Her name is Elena Servidio Schwinn. I had to say it slow because it is a slight tongue twister. 
Hi. Hi. It was the craziest thing. I was in here the other day recording, and uh, we were so fortunate to have you come in here because you were recording another podcast here on Starburns Audio, and um, you were uh, brought into the room, and, and I was like, wow, that is some energy, and I like it. It's positive. Well, you have amazing energy, too, so it was just kismet. Oh, it's so nice. It's so nice to meet you, seriously. You too, as well. No, tell everybody what it is that you do because you do a lot of different things. Yeah, my my business in life, my purpose is transformation, mind, body, and spirit. So my company's name is actually Phoenix Rising. I am an oracle medium mystic, which means I see past, present, and future. I do life path work. My whole thing is people living a passionate, abundant life. So I help people do this and follow their true path um, and following aggressively the pursuit of what makes you happy. Um, so it's past, present, and future. I see dead people. I smell dead people. I can feel <laughs> them it's the whole nine yards it's true um it's kind of i do energy healing so it's kind of like the green mile meets the sixth sense okay okay um and then i'm also a trainer so i train athletes and regular people and uh do rehab work and i'm a boxer and i do mma so i kind of do it's everything together because everything has to work together for you to be one whole person and i do guided meditations and past life regressions you're a busy lady well, how, so when you're like, if you're doing boxing and MMA, are you able to tell when they're about to hit you because of your gifts? I'm able to tell when they're going to hit me just because of the fact I know how to read body language and know what they're <laughs> right, doing right, with right. their shoulder or their hip. But I mean, does uh, do those gifts play into your uh, it's, it's physical? It's different because your physical training yeah. completely takes over because you have to understand the reason why I love for me, like I'm an iron chick. I love lifting weights. I've been doing it. You know, I train bodybuilders and all that since I'm 12 years old. I've been an athlete my whole life. Boxing, I love because boxing is, even though it requires thinking and strategy, it's mindless. Mm. You just, everything, everything comes out of you, which is an amazing thing. So believe it or not, believe it or not, fighters are not violent people, guys. It's not. Uh, it's a lot of reacting, probably. Yes, right? it's a lot, and a defense, and and you know some of the fighters that that I know actually hurt very deeply and have gone through so many things that they're the most feeling, loving, amazing people. That if there was a puppy, they'd start crying because they saw the puppy kind of thing. Um, but that that's under organized sport. Choose how to get it out of them, kind of thing. So interesting which is the only thing that i don't have to worry about feelings you have to remember everybody i come in contact with i feel so whether it's good or bad if you're having a panic attack if you're having a bad day if something's going on if something's attached to you i feel it i see it i know it so it's the only time when i actually work mitts or something like that that it's me getting everything out of me and not worrying about what's going on elsewhere are you able to turn that on and off I can, but I choose not to. Oh, you keep it on at all times. I just, um, I know how to put up defenses to keep negativity away. Like if Good. you were somebody who had a negative energy, unless I was coming to pull something off of you or to heal you or something like that, I will stay a distance away from you because I don't want that, all that mud and murk to affect me. Um, but to me, when I'm walking through my gifts, I have for a reason. They're not a choice. It's something I was born with, which means I have to stay for myself open at all times. Because what happens if I passed you and you needed something from me or something was going on and I had turned you off? Yeah, yeah. So then to me, I feel like that I would be doing a great injustice to the gifts that I was given. Because unfortunately and fortunately, I'm here in service. Yeah. So I want to know 
just about, I mean, we'll, I want to know wh- how you got to where you are now, because, I mean, when did you discover that you had these gifts? I was born this way. It runs in my family. Yeah. So you know, both sides of my family from Italy, as long as I can remember, I've always been this way. And as you get older, you know, you become more and more aware. Your gifts get heightened. We really, I really get an upgrade every year for three months before my birthday. So either you really? get new gifts or your sense get heightened. Yes, I do. It's like I really get downloaded and upgraded. Wow. Um, which is true. Um, and it's just, you know, so it's just always just been this way. Um, for the longest time, I had to, like, this is really me coming out of my comfort zone. Because for the longest time, people like me, it's like we had to be in the closet. Because, yeah. you know, re- organized religion and things like that basically demonized us. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, the new pope, he made me legal, which was amazing. He said that a religion without mystics is just a science and a philosophy. Um, and people don't realize that Pope Denis. Benedict actually had sainted a mystic. Um, There was 13 apostles, you know, if you're reading the good book kind of thing. And when you go back, he just didn't drop 13 people on a planet that's going to live a human life that had the gift of healing and sight and vision and prophecy and then leave the earth on its own. He's going to drop people throughout history. And I'm a spiritualist, which means this, whether people want to relieve it or not, and they can argue religion with me all day long because I went to Catholic school. I went to CCD, the whole nine yards. So, you know, I have religion an hour every day. Um, and I resonate with Jesus and the angels. But I'm a spiritualist. It's on a bigger level when you really open up. So, Muhammad, you know, and Buddha and Jesus and all these things that we all agree that we're praying to a higher power, that there's something more out there. Uh-huh. And if you were actually to take all of the books in those major religions throughout the world— Okay, and we're getting rid of all your, you know, the the crazy people who take their religion and turn it into something it's not. The extremists. The extremists. So, Mm -hmm. do you understand what I'm saying? Totally. Um, When you actually read their book and what their basis is, all their scriptures are almost exactly the same as ours. So we all believe in the same thing. We Mm -hmm. just call it by a different name. So it's just being open, and I refuse to be put in a box. Yeah. And I mean, it just causes so much conflict when you do Mm -hmm. that. You know, you cut yourself off from so many other people and you put yourself against them. And Mm -hmm. that's where so many things historically have gone wrong. Mm -hmm. But we don't have to get into that. Absolutely not. I want to talk about you. So what brings you out here? Because where do you live? You live New Jersey? I live in New Jersey, but I'm a gypsy. I'm a wanderer. Uh-huh. Um, I have five children. My husband passed away a little over 11 years ago. I'm sorry. And all of my children are artists. You know, only I don't think only one's going to have, per se, a real job. Amazing. <laughs> the rest of us, we're all gypsies. Um, my one son, he's a professional theater actor. He's playing Joey Tribbiani in Friends right now. Amazing. So they did a residence in L.A., and this is the last week. So if you guys want to go... It's at the Kurt Dudley Theater through Sunday. Um, So my younger son and I came out to see him in this, and I've never been here before. Um, And my other son, he's actually starting a music career. So he actually set up an appointment to meet his publicist. And my publicist, they said, well, I'm going to be out there. I'm going to spend a week. Hook me up. So I just came out here and started doing shows and feeling the energy and the people and went wandering a little bit and found that some of the important spots that people don't really get in, you know, like Hollywood and things like that and got to meet amazing people like you. And, you know, I hope to come back out. I want to come back out. Yeah. You were telling me that you drove all the way up to San Francisco. Yes. Wh- okay. So 
you and your son drove all the way up to San Francisco. I saw you like, what, two days ago? Yeah. And you went in the this time since then. Yep. So I went yesterday morning. I said, we're going to go on an adventure because, you know, you never know if you're going to get to come back. And I have a big thing for water and, and bridges. Huge. And San Francisco is actually extremely haunted. A lot uh, of stuff yeah. went on there. Let me tell you. Oh, a yeah. Lot. So I said, let's make a road trip. So we got up early yesterday morning and we drove all the way up to San Francisco. And I made sure to go on the bridge like right at dusk. The last hour and a half you're allowed to go on the bridge. And uh, we walked the bridge and uh, the little path that was around it, which is really cool. And we came back last night, which was amazing. So it was really a cool place. And it, let me tell you something, it is extremely haunted. There are spirits everywhere. You can feel everything to the point where even my one son that's not so gifted, like I didn't realize, like two, I have two that are extremely gifted. You know, one's a healer, one can walk both sides of a veil. This one had well, What all does that mean? Um, when somebody's gifted like Alexa, she's like, I'm an energy healer. So if you had illness or sickness, she could work energy on you and help heal you. And she's very empathic. So she feels everything. Got it. Okay. okay. Whereas my other son has the other part of my gifts where he walks both sides of the veil, which means he could walk in a straight line and sees all of us on this side and sees every entity, not just ghost entities, like fear, <laughs> like death, like like he's had conversations on the other side. Oh, so, my God. But he won't. He says, you deal with your craziness, Mom, because he doesn't want to have to have this gift because it's not necessarily a blessing when you deal with this all the time. He's like, if I don't acknowledge them, they won't acknowledge me. We're good. Now, as he's getting older, because he's an indigo, um, as he's getting older, he's... Coming to terms with it more and understanding that it's not such a something to be afraid of because a lot of people are afraid. And when you're so extremely gifted, you don't know what to do. And I was an idiot. Mm -hmm. I was so excited because my mom and my grandmother passed away when I was very young. I didn't have anybody to help me with this. You know, oh, really, I realized at 16 years old, my son, he's gifted. I'm like, yes, he's got me. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. How am I going to start? And I my studio was across from where um I did, you know, guided meditations and things like that. And my Reiki master was because I'm white light Reiki certified. And I'm like, okay, she's doing a guided meditation. Let him start meditating. It's going to be great. I'm such an ass. <laughs> All of a sudden I come down. There's my son. His eyes big. Don't you ever do that to me again. Not ever. How could you? And I'm thinking this is a guided meditation. Here comes Amy running down behind. She's like, he can't do it. I go, why? He goes, because he walked. That's when we realized he was walking. I didn't know yet what his gift was. I just knew he was gifted. I said, what was the guided meditation on? She said, fear. Get rid of your fear. And my son looked at me. He said, fear is not just a feeling. Fear is an entity. Do you realize it feeds? So I saw, he kept his eyes open up during this ridiculous meditation, and he saw the black smoke coming out of people and feeding this entity that was so we get rid of our fear but it goes into that entity he's like it's living and breathing and he realized that i could see him because they know when we could see them turned around and looked at me so then he talked to me he's like what would make you think i want to talk to something like that so ever since then it's been like real low-key like when we got the ghost out of my house i said joe the ancient called your name actually called his name he goes i want nothing to do with them i'm not even talking to him leave me out of it 
Wait, okay, you had ghosts in your house? There's so many things I want to talk to you about right now. <laughs> there's, I've been doing this a long time. I, I do ghost so... hunts. I take stuff off of people. Okay, yeah, we need to get into all... Okay, okay, wait. But I want to go back to San Francisco Bridge first, or the um, Golden Gate Bridge yes. for a second, because I saw that documentary that came out years ago. I mean, it's really well made, but really hard to watch. It's called The Bridge, and it's about people jumping off and how much people jump off of the bridge and they yeah. actually show footage of it happening and that was really disturbing for me to watch yeah. but um so when you're walking on the bridge what's going on with you see now the thing is is i'm actually very sheltered like i don't research anything i've never seen that didn't even know exist i never researched the san francisco bridge i just know it's a haunted place and because everybody says it is um you know so when I walked on the bridge, I was really walking on the bridge as if I was like an alien from another planet. I didn't know what I was going to feel. And I looked at it first. And when I started walking, you feel the presences, you feel the souls and the spirits of the people that were walking there. And you can feel the energy of what caused people to jump that were there. But you also, I'm, I got to bear witness to the thousands of people that walked that bridge and held hands. And what people think is just because traumatic experiences happen there, and that's why they close the bridge off. Like my son's like, why do they lock it after eight o'clock at night? I said, because if anybody's gonna come and jump, they're gonna do it at that time. They're gonna do it mm -hmm. in the evening. I said, so that's how they probably control that. Um, but you can actually bear witness of all the souls that have walked there, which was even more powerful than the souls that chose to jump let's just That's put it good. that way yeah so it had such a great energy i was like wow like but i could feel all of that but what was really cool is when we came off that is such that whole area there's a fort there you have the cliffs there i mean there's a lot going on all the way around the bridge so if anybody just goes on the bridge and thinks it's all there no walk underneath it walk on the other side by the cliffs oh yeah i've done to that. the it's right beautiful and then you have the the fort there and the uh -huh. coolest thing was is my son is like doesn't this scare you it's creepy i said not at all i said i love this i said it's a little cold hold i said but this is where i feel energy i feel the power from the ocean and anything that's going on and the people that have been here i said so this is when they all come chit chat with me and he walks up and i felt in that little um the bunker whatever it is there is a malevolent energy there just a sinister energy and i felt it so i'm walking and i automatically will put up a guard for something like that yeah and then my son goes he goes, Mom, there's something in there. And this is the one I didn't know. Uh-huh. And I was actually extreme. I said, what are you feeling? He goes, well, it feels like, you know, something's watching me. And then I said, but are you feeling it? Are you feeling the presence or are you just assuming it's there because it's dark out and it's scary up here? And he goes, no, I can feel it. It feels like something. I said, point to me where it's. And he was able to point where I knew the energy was glaring out because it was glaring. It was it was like it was just a sinister energy, a bad, bad, bad energy. And I was like, I am so excited. This is awesome, Parker. I'm like, gift. yes. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, it doesn't mean you're gifted like me because it's different. But I said, you could send energy and you're going into the entertainment industry or in anything you do, which means if you really open up and everybody, you all can do this if you open up. We all have the same gifts. It's mm -hmm. just our brains are, we evolve at different levels. Um, I said it means that if you can tell the difference between the negative and the energy, positive energy, you're going to know the people that are there to do your harm or being sneaky and you mm -hmm. can veer away or just give them lip service and then deal with the people you know to bring in. I said, so you're going to be able to be a good judge for your career and your life and you're going to be able to stay safe because for me, it's about my children staying safe. 
And there's so many people that like living out here. It's like, I wish you had a little bit of that because don't go, don't go talk to that person. Don't go do. And I feel that um, it's easy for me to to be like, oh, I'm just a judgmental bitch. But I do have a really good crazy dar. Like Mm -hmm. I can tell. I can sniff out crazy all the time. I have uh, many friends that attract crazy. Who You have somebody that follows you, though. Follows me? Oh, like a spirit? Uh, you actually have a man, a little short man. I want you to look out for him. Okay. Uh, on Earth? Or? On Earth, yes, but he's got something attached to him that actually follows you. What do you mean? Do you ever feel like something was following you? Um, not on, not enough on Instagram at no, Ross Dressfeles. No, we're talking physically follows you. Be very aware because I have some. It's somebody that actually stays at a distance and is following you. A little short man. Is he meaning harm or what? No, but he's got an entity that's attached to him. Why is he following me? Because the entity wants you. Okay. You have black kyanite. Did I not bring you black you kyanite? Did, you did bring me now, a crystal. Now, I knew that you needed that crystal. I didn't know why, but now that I'm in your energy space and I just saw this little short guy wandering around, you know, and oh, I can't nervous. tell I can't tell if he's on the earth or off the earth, but it's because I see the entity attached to him. So sometimes you can have like an ancient which is which is not a ghost that will attach to a spirit an intent to get to somebody because I guess you're going through some things right now where you're questioning some things. So this this entity's intent is to jump on you and take advantage of you when you're at your weakest point, which right. means you have that crystal that was meant to protect you. But now I understand why I brought you that crystal. Yes. Like I didn't know. I just knew you needed it. And now that I'm mm-hmm. in your energy, I'm feeling the spirit or or a little human, whatever he is. But he's short. He wears a real. It's almost like a bum, almost like a homeless person. OK. Almost like a bum. And he just walks around and he's always walking with his shoulder this way. But I see the other thing basically hitchhiking on his back. Oh, no. I'm going like to see ready. this man and I'm going to scream. No, you're going to know you're going to put it. But see, now you can put up the block that you're not going to allow anything on you because yes. we can choose if we allow something on you. And then you're going to have your crystal with you. So you're good. Keep your crystal with you. Okay, good. I will. But that's why. Now I know why, which is really interesting because it's just this little man. So I'm not sure he could be a spirit that has the, the ancient attached to him. I've been to um, at least 10,000 psychics in my life. Mm-hmm. And I've been to a lot of terrible psychics. Mm-hmm. And I've attracted a lot of people with gifts. Uh, and I feel very strongly that you are the real deal and a great a great way to prove it is that land our producer today was texting you about coming here mm-hmm. and he said that he was he recently um sprained his wrist is that right land you sprained his wrist and he was kind of stretching it out and then right as he was doing that you texted him to stretch and and move around his wrist yeah he didn't well, even bring it up to you and i like doing that because it's so important to me because number one I check myself on a regular basis so I know that I'm really, I mean, I'm insane. Don't get it twisted, but I embrace my crazy. I love it. Um, But that I'm really not crazy, that I really have these gifts. So I'll check myself. That's why when I work with people and do sessions, I don't let people ask me questions. I read you first, and then usually I'm right. And then if we have to go over certain things, then we go over them. Or I'll be walking down the street, and, like, I got something on him. Now I'm coming on your show today. You guys just met me the other day. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, so then I get you. So for me, that was sport. Like, I got a beat on him. 
I felt like he his whole right side, he, he needed to stretch it out. It was stiff, and I knew it was on the right side, but I knew he had to move his body and get the blood flowing. So I said, listen, it's on your right side, and you need to stretch everything, but you need to stretch everything out to loosen that up a little bit. But he didn't even mention it to you. No. I got, Not even. I saw the text message. He was talking to you about coming here, and then yep, I, and you just randomly. And then I just randomly did which, that. Which, P.S. That takes a lot of confidence in what in your gifts yeah. to be able to just all of a sudden to a stranger, our producer, just to randomly be like your wrist. Like, yeah, like he, and, he could go, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I do that. So then, you know, like I got the feel totally. on it now. They don't know me now. I'm going to throw out something where there's no reason why I would know it. I've done it with my publicist when I first met her where she was doing work on something, I got a beat on her. Cause like now that you and I are connected, we're connected. If, if we're all in the same room, we're in the same soul family, we've traveled. You actually go back to ancient Egypt, by the way. Um, so, you know, <laughs> which may, it probably resonates with you. I was obsessed you. with ancient Egypt as a kid. Yeah. But you go back all the way back. Um, so she, you've been around a very long period of time and it actually, you're actually, see, we go out to so many different things cause I get beads on things. So, and I'll get back to that. But the thing is, is you actually go all the way back to ancient Egypt. But have you ever seen the bit? Time travel is real. Guess what, everybody? It's dimensional. There's a reason why ancient Egyptians and Mayans could do what they did at that time. Mm. So you actually are dimensional. So you go back more to the Indarians and the Lumerians. Just so you know. So, so you actually came from the other side through into, and then that's where you started. So you're very old. So do you think there's more left, though? Like after this, after, for you, yeah, yeah, you didn't meet your twin flame yet, have you? Uh, not that I, I know. No, you didn't meet your other half. No, but okay, I because my belief, this is what I think is, I do believe in past lives, and I believe that we are spirits that are having human experiences. We're and, energies. Energies. Okay, better word. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, w- once this this assignment is done, mm-hmm. I'll move on to the next one. But, but sometimes when you're old, I fear when you're, no, like you've had I'm, many. I've been here from the beginning and I'm here till the end of time. Okay. What people have their soulmates and their twin flame, which is completely different. You could have many soulmates through a lifetime, which is somebody that is so similar to you and you can answer each other's sentences and you balance each other. We only have one twin flame. And legitimately, it's like when we were created, we were split in half. So a piece of us was removed because we are meant to do a certain amount of work while we're here. So whether you guys all realize it or not, you're all here in service. You all have a job to do. Mm -hmm. So when we have our lifetimes, we go through our lifetimes doing our work. As we get older, then we get to the point where we actually start feeling our twin. And then all of a sudden, we recognize our twin. And then all of a sudden, we may have come in contact and recognize each other, but the other has to be finished with their job before they can join. Sometimes a twin flame will move on before us and they'll stay back and be our spirit guide. So when I do a lot of twin flame work, and the thing is this, is once you've met your twin, if you have a heart, everybody says the bullshit about broken hearts, right? Mm -hmm. We have our hearts that get broken, they get scarred. But your twin, you have your male and your female version. We all have masculine and feminine inside of us. So it's our other half of our energy. So what happens is, is where our heart has all the holes in it, our twin, once their heart is passed across ours, where our holes are, they didn't have them. Mm. So we don't have a mended heart. At that point, we become whole because we're back with the person we're meant to be with. It is the greatest, brightest, most fulfilling, amazing love and feeling to actually be a whole person again, Yeah, to be united. But that is the only time we get to go home. 
is when we met and you have not. But are you talking about me in this lifetime? Yeah, your, your twin isn't here with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know your twin's not here. You no, know. I know. That's why, you know, you get to go do whatever. The, you're not looking for that because you know it's not there. You don't even, you are in tune enough with your energy because we we're all spirit, but it, it's like we all see energy in people. Like you see people's energy. You don't you don't see you don't distinguish color, race, sex, any of those things. Because we're all energy. We fall in love with energy. That's mm-hmm. what we fall in love with. So you know that that energy is not here. Yeah, you don't even feel that energy. So it's even hard for you to grasp to believe in it. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, but I I'll do like with my going back to the other thing with my publicist when I first met her, she was dealing with somebody in business, and I call I. I I texted her on the phone. I said, you have a new business deal you're working on today? And she was in New York. I was in Baltimore. She goes, yeah, why? I said, stay away from it. I said, the person's bad news. They're going to screw it. And I, I just started reading the whole situation. She hadn't said a word. She calls me up. She goes, are you serious? She goes, everything you just said, I'm just... I said, absolutely. But that's how you know I'm not full of shit. And I know I'm not full of shit because I just randomly do this stuff. And it's fun. It's like sport. We could yeah. go out and I'd say, well, this is this person's energy. And this person is upset because this person's cheating on them. And this is who they're... Like, it's so much... Like, oh, you know, Like, God. there's certain things I just go out and I just... When I connect with somebody and I, you know, I know it's it's like fun for me. I am like equal parts in awe and intimidated by people like you. <laughs> and I'll tell you one of the reasons why I'm the most intimidated is because I'm always like, you know, way more about me than I know about you. I mean, you know, you, I don't know how much you know. You might know my dirtiest, darkest secrets. And I had a friend that had, um, I don't know necessarily the word for his gift, but his was that if he touched something, he could get... I can do that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he told me about it and I was, you know, I'm the same as I am now. This was teenage years. And I was like, I believe you. I, be- I trust you or whatever. And... Uh, one day he was driving in my car. He was sitting in the back seat. I was driving him. And the night before, I had had a conversation in my car with somebody. And mm-hmm. he started reciting it. And yeah. I was like, "Really? okay, like, I believe you. But I didn't want you to hear that conversation. Not that it was, like, shady and or anything. And you have to but... understand, you kind of screw yourself over. What do you mean? You are completely open. Yeah. So... Somebody like me, normally, like, you know, I don't mean any harm. So anything I'm going to see in you is going to be for your benefit and for me to help you or I'm going to know something happened. But I'll never just offer up. Like even when I do readings on people like on the air, I'll say something to you in a way where you know exactly what I'm talking about. The rest of the world doesn't need to know your business. That's why I don't like doing galleries. When I do parties and events, I will do a party and an event. But they're going to be individually book sessions, whether it's a couple session or just that person, because I bring out your deepest, darkest secrets, the things that hurt you the most that may need to be healed or something that's going on in your life, which is nobody else's business. Who cares? Can I see if your mom's hanging out with you? Yeah, I can see if your mom's hanging out with you. But great. We all know that if our our family stays back and they love us, they're going to protect us. What message do they have that's going to help my life? So for me, okay. for you to pay 150 to 200 dollars to sit with me for say, Grandma's here, she's great, she's okay on the other side. You don't have to worry about her. Your mom's here, she loves you. She says, keep going. You know, to me, okay, that's great. But what did that do to help my life? Yeah. So, so I'm here to help your life and inspire you. It's like I'm a modern day muse kind of thing. Uh, it's all about inspiration and setting your soul on fire, and that's what it is. I set people's soul on fire for a living. Oh, my God. Okay, but you also have dealt with some spookiness. Oh, tons of spookiness. So are you somebody that gets called to go to houses? And mm-hmm. Okay, now I, what's that like? I've removed 
entities and spirits from people. Um, can you it, put a face to an entity? Yeah. Like you can literally you can actually see or you hear or you hear them. Yeah, like you know if something's attached. I could see who put it on the person because people can put really? something. Yes. Um, and people like you're so open. That's why you have to be careful because you're so open. Anybody can read you. Mm. So did he hear the conversation in the car? No. He tapped into you because he was sitting in the car where it happened. Like when people go away to places I've unfortunately never traveled. I'm like, give me a piece of the place so I can feel it. You mm -hmm. know, so I have pieces of the Roman Colosseum and things like that. And I feel it. I went to 9-11. I felt that whole thing oh, by wow. holding a banister and being in the presence of somebody who was there. So the problem is, is he was in the car where it was, where that energy still was, and there you were sitting there, and you're an open book, so yeah. he was just peeking into your brain. So how do I, what do I do? Do you I close up, you, myself? You just put up a block. You know, I have a block unless somebody's asking me permission or I choose to allow myself to be open. And by you just saying that, putting like whatever you want to say, like a golden, a golden cage of light around you or wrap yourself in feather, you know that type of thing whatever you think is going to bring you in and, and close it in you then that's going to put that block up so if somebody you want somebody to read you you're going to let them yeah. you choose to when you let that down like there's very few people that can actually read me very few but you have had that done and i've had people that try which is great i was in a meditation and there was another medium in there and she was trying and I, in my brain, and I looked up because it's like, don't you dare come into my space without my energy. And I looked up into my head. I looked directly at her. I said, don't even think you're better than me. <laughs> I said, I see you. I feel you. And I looked at her and immediately her head went down. I went to my best friend, Amy. I said, listen, I said, this one's trying to get in my brain. I said, I, said, I said, and I said, because I'm very confident with what I do. I'm like, does she know who I am? And to me, that's disrespectful because we have to ask permission. Yeah. If spirit jumps out and says, you need to go say this to one person, it's my obligation to act like a crazy person, say, excuse me, I swear to God, I'm not crazy. Yeah. So-and-so is here. They told me the specific message for you. Okay. But otherwise, I'm not just going to offer up. If I'm going to the room, I'll read an energy in the room. So I know. And then if I sense danger, I'll read the danger because then that's the way you protect yourself and people around you. Yeah. But I will not go into anybody without their permission. That's good. Because it's wrong. But there's a lot of people that abuse their, let's call it power. So I I've gone into homes and graveyards and, and stuff like that and turned around and we've done ghost hunts and I've sensed what was there and told people what was there. We've actually cleansed houses. I've gone and cleansed and gridded houses taking stuff off of people, all that kind of stuff. So what is your, um, I don't want to say opinion, but what is what is your interpretation of what a ghost is? Well, there's different types. Yeah, okay. You know, there's there's there are the ones that really, truly were not ready to go. Mm -hmm. um, and they will stay around and they don't even know that they're gone. It's true. And like when something happens, like there's a trauma and somebody comes to me and says to me, and, and I also have to throw this out there. If a medium guarantees you they can get in contact with a loved one, they're full of shit. Don't go to them. I said, because they could have crossed over. They could have moved on. We can't guarantee who's going to be in the room. It's not like we could just call somebody up. If they're, if they're around, they're around. If they're not, they're not. But that doesn't mean that your next door neighbor from down the street used to get cookies and milk from after school when your mom was working isn't there or an uncle or, or just somebody in your life that was attached to you. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's in, very important, but, um, 
there's different things. You know, so they, they don't even realize they're gone. So when I talk to people, I'm like, they, they don't even, they weren't ready to let go. Yeah. You need to talk to them. You need to let them recognize the fact that they're even here. Um, and then from there, um, start praying for them and tell them it's okay for them to go. Mm-hmm. because they're trapped they don't know then you have the people that choose to stay back like like your twin has stayed back and they're your spirit guide so all those times where you almost get yourself into trouble and you're like how did i not get caught up in all that shit that's your twin flame actually deflecting for you oh um, so i do have a twin flame yeah, he's, that yeah that moved on ahead of you oh you know that's so funny that you say that because i have had about at least three that I can think of at the top of my head. Uh, instances where I was going to go to the place, I didn't go to the place, and the place got shot up. Mm-hmm. Or something bad happened like and that. And it's because he doesn't want to be stuck waiting for you. <laughs> okay. So you got to move on. Because you have to understand, our lifetimes, if you haven't made right or done the best you can in a situation... That's what karma and kismet is, karma and dharma. Your karma is in your next lifetime. If you didn't make amends, it doesn't mean you had to fix it. You just have to acknowledge. See, people don't realize you don't have to go and apologize to anybody you've ever harmed in your life or any situation that didn't work out. It's acknowledging the fact that you were wrong or that something happened and in your head doing what you could to fix it. Then you get to move on and evolve and move up. But if, you, if you've if you done a whole bunch of things and never accepted responsibility or tried to make things right, then guess what? You get sent right back again mm. to start it all over. So when we have, like, say, our twins that are waiting for us and not moving on because they would advance too far, they hang out and they're like a spirit guide kind of thing. So they're going to try to help you along so you get there quicker to where they're at. Okay. Because they know, because you recognize each other's energy. Wait, I'm slightly confused. So this spirit guide is um, attached to a human on this earth? No, it's the spirit that's just attached to you. So then you have spirits like ghosts, which are people who have passed on, where our mom or whoever can choose not to move on. Yeah. Or say you were with a lover and they promised they were never going to leave you. And then something happened where they got sick and they had to move on before you. You know what I'm saying? Then they're going to stay. They can choose to stay with you until you go. And then when you go, you can choose to cross together. Then there's other people that can choose to come right back in. Like, I'm ready to go for another ride again. They just hop into it, the next they vessel? Just, or? Yep, their next vessel. Exactly. So okay. it kind of, and then you get to the point where there are people that do get to cross over. So there's all the different things. And then you have your ancients, which are your entities, which people don't understand. You have your spirits and your ghosts and your poltergeists. And then you have the things that are ancient and older. And that was basically here before time. Yes. You know, those things you can't get rid of. You can only grid and portion off. That's why when you have the haunted objects, people like, you know, burn the object, which is the stupidest thing to do because if you burn something, it means whatever was in it jumps out and we'll find something else to inhabit. So that's why when you like watch The Conjuring, like they put it in a place and they grid it and they keep it protected because you can't get rid of it, but you don't want it to be in somebody's hands. And let me tell you something. When I watched that movie, because I'm gifted, I sat in that movie and I was like, son of a bitch. (laughs) I'm like, that was either a really stupid person that thought this whole thing was cool and didn't know what they were dealing with because now everybody knows that there's haunted objects out there. Mm-hmm. So everybody's going to antique shops and things like that and trying to find these oh, things. Oh, eBay is on fire Do you with understand? Them. So then you have this. Or it was somebody very, very calculated that knew exactly what they were doing and were trying to get the things out there. 
Because when you're gifted and you see something like that, it's like, wow, that is so dangerous. That is just so dangerous because people just, and then you have people think that they can do it and they have no clue what they're doing or they're babies and they go out and all of a sudden something attaches to them because you have to make sure something doesn't attach to you. You have to wash it off. You go on a ghost hunt or go to remove something, you have to make sure you cleanse yourself and you have nothing attached to you so you don't bring it home. Yes. Which is huge. Lan, Lan, remember that time we went we went to a, a haunted place and I said, this is going to sound silly, but you got to rub this sage all over my body. And we stood on the corner and we're doing it because I'm not bringing that shit home with me. That frankincense and myrrh oil. Okay. It's protection oil. You have your black kyanite, certain certain crystals that you hold on you and things like that. And legitimately, I carry around sage. I, I'm going through this. Sage and Palo Santo. I'm going through, yes. I'm going through this weird thing right now with spirits because I've always felt like spirits liked me or like ghosts were attracted to me. But lately I've felt that they're kind of like, we were until you announced it, thirsty. Like, why are you like, now we don't, like, we don't want you when you want us that bad. And now I'm like not not a ton of uh, paranormal activity or I'm not sensing things as much as I feel like I used to. It's it's not from them. It's just something you're going through. Okay. It's it's kind of like we go through phases in our life. So you're going through certain things and you're perceiving it that way. But you have certain things in your life right now that are blocking it. Okay. So it's you removing the block. Because if they're there, they're there. You just have to choose to engage with them or choose not to. Because you can ignore a spirit like you ignore a friend. I have spirits that hang out in my house. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Nothing malevolent. But I'm laying on my couch a couple months ago and I told the story the other day. All of a sudden, you can make working hours. I could say, listen, I'm going to deal with you between the hours of two, two and four. You know, like step off. I need some time for myself. And all of a sudden, I'm laying there on my couch and it's dark. But even in the darkness, you can still see a mist. You can still see it. A spirit, okay? Because they all of a sudden this thing starts rising off of my ottoman, and I looked at him. I said, "Sit your ass back down. I'm going to bed. I don't have time for you." <laughs> and no kidding, he said. He, so you can. They can't hurt you. Yeah. You command them, but I want you because this is really fun. I want you to actually speak your truth. Okay. About something, because it's huge. Because you're right at that point where you are. Because it's really because you're just so bored with everything right now. So I think I need to do this. You're bored with a lot. You know, you're like, there's over some it. things in life I'm bored with. You're, yeah. you're over it. Like, you you know things better, but it's because of how old you are and you just didn't realize how old you are. And it's not a bad thing because I'm old, too. But I already told you where you resonated with that you go back to ancient Egypt. Uh huh. What do you think your position there was? Some I want you to diva. I want you to speak it because if you speak it, then you can become. I think that I was Cleopatra. No. Oh. That would be brilliant, though. You were what they would consider you were highly ranked as like one of the magicians, the people that came and spoke to the spirits and, and the gods to them. Really? That was your position. Yes. Okay. So when did I lose that? You never lost it. You still, you're still sensitive. That's why you could still see those things. Okay. That's why you get bored so quickly with things because you know better. That's why you have to 
find things to inch because you're always searching for something else. Mm -hmm. I get you're always searching and trying to touch and feel and grab because you're so used to working with energy and people's energy and seeing energy and manipulating energy and all of those things. So it's like in this lifetime, you completely forgot it all, even though you feel it, where if you start dabbling a little bit again, everything will wake up for you. What do you mean by dabbling? What do I have to do? Um, you're dabbling with me because we're speaking and we're, we're sharing space, playing with crystals like you have a crystal now, but going around in crystals and scents and just Reiki energy healings and things like that and going and feeling and remembering what you resonate with. But you resonate so much with scent and energy and touch Okay. versus you're not one of those people that dealt with herbs and all that other nonsense. You were very, very ethereal in what you did. Everything mm. was godlike for you. So then what happened after that? I mean, that's how many lifetimes ago? A that's lot. gone way back. You travel through your lifetimes and you just forgot. You have to remember we forget. And then when we start evolving, we start remembering. So the older you get in your lifetimes, you start remembering sooner who you were. Mm -hmm. That's why you have babies which have no idea and then people that all of a sudden will start waking up in their 60s and 70s. And then you have some people that then will start waking up in their 30s and 40s. And then you have people like me that are just born this way because <laughs> we've been around. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just you opening up and accepting it. Can you tell me more about me? <laughs> we could do chapters in a book on that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, uh, and that's why you don't resonate with one thing. That's why everything with you constantly changes. You're constantly changing. Yeah. Yeah, I do feel that way with life. I feel like my interests, my interests shift a lot from one thing to the next, but mm -hmm. I always look at it like college courses. I'll spend a little bit of time doing this thing. Then I'm over that and I'm moving to this thing. But then years later, I'll go, well, now I know how to do that one thing because I spent all that time doing it for mm -hmm. a while. You know what I mean? But you stop because see, the thing is, is, and this is important for you to understand, and this is how you know what I'm saying is true. I will never forget because I take such a responsibility in what I do because I legitimately have people's lives in my hand. Mm -hmm. So that's why I function the way I function to make sure that I'm I'm having that thing where I did with your producer. And I, so he knows, guess what? She's not full of shit. Or, or somebody will come back to me and I make sure that I have all my checks and balances so I know that I'm not just messing around. Um, I used to say back in the day, and then we have people that have been doing it forever that I know. And I said, well, should I be studying a book on crystals? Should I be studying this? And they looked at me. They said, why? And I said, well, because I'm doing all of these things. They said, you're a natural. You just automatically know what those crystals do, correct? Yes. You automatically feel when somebody's injured and go automatically to lay hands. Yes. You see spirits, correct? You don't need somebody to tell you. They said, you could write a book. I said, all a book is in most situations is somebody's interpretation of what their gift is and how they use it. Uh -huh. I said, so they're no better than you are if you're a natural and you feel so you can play around with you want to but you already know how to do it already you already remember you're already been woken up so you find you start and you get a little bored with things because you've already known it you already knew how to do it in the first place yeah you're just starting to remember it which is huge like even those tarot cards like i'll use cards i work with crystals and stuff like that but the only reason and i won't use tarot cards i don't need anybody to tell me what you need to know. I read you and I, I have spirit that comes and hangs out and tells me what to tell you. But you don't know me from Adam. You're a little bit nervous. Okay. 
I use Oracle cards and everybody gets read differently. I've never read one of those stupid books that tell you what each thing says. But what I do is, is that's my icebreaker. So automatically that makes you calmer because the only reason this crazy woman is telling me everything about me and what's going on with my life or who I should throw out of my house or what's going on is because the cards told her so. Mm. So I read you, but I make whatever flips go according. So then you understand because that just makes you more open versus you being scared to death and blocked. You're so cool. Thank you. So are you. Um, I don't want to keep you here too long, but um, is there, can, are you, this is, no, that's annoying to ask. But, okay, what, what, just sitting here with me, is there anything you can, that you feel you need to tell me or that you could tell me? It's time for you to open up and find out who you really are. Okay. You're right there. That that uneasiness and restlessness you always feel. Uh huh. You can't quite grasp on it, and everything you do doesn't fulfill you. It's because you have that unrest. It's time for you to find out who you are. You have to go on that journey. You're right there, and that's why I'm here. That is the only reason I'm here because I'm a crossroads healer. So usually anybody that also comes into contact, unless it's a ghost thing or that craziness, it's because they're at a crossroads in their life or something needs to change. Mm. And for you, as you need that thing, and that will bring you the peace that you need so you really can evolve into who you want to be. Like a major life change, or do you think it's something... Spiritual. For you, it's all spiritual, because you're really headed, you're good on your life path, which is great. You follow your truth, you're doing what you're meant to be, Uh doing which is great, but spiritually, you're not getting that fulfillment, so you get that uneasiness, so it's like, what else is out there? What else is out there? What else is out there? Yeah finding out and 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 really understanding who you are and where you resonate from is the most important thing for you okay which i know but it's fun it's like it's it's this journey everybody should it changes when you become a spiritual person that's all i could say like the world is waking up right now they are so a lot of people are coming to people like me because they're drawn to us and the reason why you find people are drawn to you is because of your energy that it emits so good or bad that's why you have to figure out how to block them out but open up yourself energetically and spiritually because everything changes in your life it's like you end up being good with yourself truth is truth you have no animosity towards anybody because this is my truth you're either going to accept it or not if you're not going to accept it i'm good with that I don't mm-hmm. care what you think. I don't, you know, it's it's your right. But I respect you. You need to respect me. But it opens you up to the point where everything in your life changes. You look at life differently. You have more energy. Your sex life is better. Because if you actually become a spiritual person and you have that type of interaction on a energy level, it changes it. And then it's never the same again for you. So people don't realize what they're missing by blocking the thing out that they might be a little bit afraid of, which they shouldn't be because it's who we are. You don't, this body is temporary. We move on. There's no such thing as death. Sorry, guys, it doesn't exist. Yeah. We're all energy. We're all connected. So we just move on. So it's just realizing that and becoming that person. And that's where you get the God and goddess and everybody because we all are one. And it's just waking that person up. But you're evolving to the point where you're getting so restless you don't have a choice. I have to make that change, you mean? You have to decide if that's the journey you want to go on. But that's where you're at. You're right there, right on that border. Where you could open up and go, wow. It just would open up everything, many colors, all the colors in the universe. Because we're all five-dimensional. We're not one-dimensional. We're not three-dimensional. We're five-dimensional, brilliant, beautiful beings that just sparkle. So it's like just open up your sparkle. It's like you allowing yourself to really shimmer. You like to reflect. You like to shimmer. 
I do. You know what I'm saying? So this is your whole spirit and body reflecting and shimmering. Okay. Okay. I so got a lot to think about. Yeah. And I know that's a lot. That's a lot. But you're right there. You're right there. Are you a clairvoyant as yeah. well? Anybody anybody who's gifted, we have all the gifts. All of Some them. Some people, yeah. And I don't go in a box. So I'm clairaudient, clairsentient, clairvoyant. You know, I, I work with all of them. It's whatever spirit uses with me to have me do the job that they want me to do. Because really, I'll do readings and not remember anything I say because it's somebody else that's talking through me. Right. And is there anybody around me, any, any spirits that... Everything around you right now is ancient Egypt. That's all I'm seeing around you. I see really? you in the yeah. I see you in the outfit. I see you. What's the outfit? Um, you were actually a man back in ancient Egypt. Okay. So you had the um, you had the thing, the gold thing across the thing. You were wearing the white belt, but you were you were a high priest. That's what you were. You were the one that everybody came to, that you were the one that Pharaoh came to to get answers from the gods on decisions that were being made. So I see you in court. speaking so you actually that's why i said you have to start remembering because we all come back as different things Uh you know you could have been you know every lifetime we come back as something different you understand what i'm saying do you believe that that can be animals yes okay Mm -hmm. absolutely because a lot of times when people are going to be a spirit guy but they know like i was working i was on a show the other day and and their dad's spirit i said your dad's spirit is still around you and in their cat but the thing is this is one brother is very very sick so the way he was going to be able to care for them and resonating, like when they looked, I said, "Did you? When you look in your eyes, what do you say?" She's like, "We've been saying the other day that that this cat is dad. It's everything about him, sitting in the chair, the whole feeling of him." I said, "Well, for comfort, for what's going on, what's the best way that he's going to be able to comfort his sons?" I said, "So he chose Kitty. to do that. So you know what I'm saying? We have a choice of how we're going to be in service." So we're all just energy shapeshifters until we decide to go home. Totally. I think about that all the time. Okay, I'm going to let you go. Um, How do people find you? Um, My website is www.oneheartonespirit.com, and you spell out one. You can go up there. It gives information about what I do. You can book sessions with me. I go do events. I do um, classes. I speak. I go to people's homes and businesses. We can do in-person sessions or we can do via Skype, not Skype, uh, WhatsApp, Instagram Messenger or Facebook Messenger. We can have video sessions and then I do phone ones. Um, I also do for fun on Monday nights on my Instagram, which is Adelina Servideo Schwinn. It's called Mystic Monday. So people get an idea and a feel. So you can come on between 9 to 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And um, I will, people come on, and if they're too chicken to ask a question, I just see somebody get something on, and I just start reading you. Wait a minute. So if you can do that through social media and stuff. Oh, yeah. It, can you watch TV and... Yes, I can look at a picture and read somebody. I can be sitting with you and get a reading on somebody else that you might be thinking about. That's why he was able to get that whole conversation. I can look at a picture. I've had people bring me into business meetings. That's one of the things I do. I help people with business. They'll bring me into a business meeting. I'll be dressed in a suit and be like either coming in as a correspondent or something. And I read the person they're going into business with. And then I can tell them, watch out for this, 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 and this, or they're doing this, or this is a really bad idea and this is why. 
you know, so I, I've actually done things like that as well because I'm able to see and I see into you. I can see your path. I know what your intent is. So have you ever been approached or considered doing like with homicide detectives that that whole no, I've thing. never. But honestly, this, like I said, this is huge for me to be. Usually people, I'm like a lighthouse, usually because I'm a crossroads healer. The people that are meant to work with me, they find me. Yeah. I've never been so public about it. I've done this my whole life. But people were saying, you're so good, you have to go on it. So this is actually a hard thing for me to really be on such a large scale. To talk here today? Just to be out and talking on all these shows and everything yeah. in such a large scale because I've never done that before. I've oh, just wow. always been like, you know, everybody's best kept secret kind of thing. Yeah. People who are meant to. So it's really great because I'm helping people on a larger scale. So no, I have never, I've had parents and people I know, clients that have called me like when a kid took off and ran away, can you get a beat on them? Where are they? What's going on? And I've done that kind of stuff. Amazing. You know, that kind of stuff. So. And so you can do that with couples probably. Yeah, I've done couples readings, but when people do couples readings, I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm very Jersey because that's where I'm from. And I'm very honest, I don't have a filter. So I'm like, if you're gonna sit down with me and I'll sit there and I'll actually look at somebody like I'm yelling, like, are you seriously doing this? this or you need to step up your game. You need to stop doing this, 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 and this because this one is feeling this way and you're not fulfilling them. The way. So I'll sit there and almost be having what they would be going back and forth and opening each other up. Yeah. So I'm like, if you sit down with me and you're gonna be in a couple situation, you better be ready for whatever it is that I'm going to give you because if you're up to something, I'm also gonna be in a position where I'm gonna tell you you're up to something. You understand what I'm saying? So yes. I really warn people because I've actually re read a lot of couples, but separately and helped. Uh, I've saved a lot of marriages and relationships and things like that. So I've had people come but deal with me separately so I could read them and tell them what was going on and help them work through it. Because you have to remember, I'm different than a regular psychic. I'm not a boardwalk psychic where you go and, oh, you're going to meet the man of your dreams. You're going to get the job all of a sudden because people, a lot of people accept it as fact which this is what I'm seeing right now for you, then at that point they stop doing the work. And yeah, because I've you didn't that. do what you're supposed to do, it never happened. Well, you're full of shit. I tell you exactly what to do. If you come in, this is where you're at. This is what you need to do to get there. If you come back to me three months later, because I have people, I have somebody I'm dealing with once a week right now. You walk through my door, I'll look at you and go, you didn't do a damn thing I told you to do. The universe just bitch slapped you, didn't they? Because they do. Because the, if you come to me, I'm giving you specific information. That means the universe is letting you know, now you know, now do something about it. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean you're not going to get where you need, but the more you ignore it, the harsher things will get until you wake up and realize I don't have a choice. I have to make a change. So then instead of you making a change on your own and by choice, all of a sudden the rug got rubbed out from underneath you, you're climbing out that well, you're going to be fine, but now you got to work for it where it could have been a lot easier. So I always tell people, I'm like, I just read you like that person I told you about I worked with this morning. This is a big thing that you have to do now because they really have to change everything in the relationship wise. I said, which means Four days from now, if you need a word from me, if you're frustrated, if something's going on or you say, Elena, what do you get? I said, text me. Call me. If I don't pick up, I'm with a client. I will respond back to you because you're a direct reflection of me. I'm not going to sit there and get this invested in the hour and a half I spent with you and then all of a sudden leave you on your own. I want you to be happy and successful. I'm not going to charge you for that. So I have actually people te will, will text me, oh, this is going on, or, or, or I'll just text you because I got a beat on you and I'll just text you out of the blue like I did with him. Breathe. 
And then you'll go, how did you know? Well, I felt you because I can feel people. You can feel people and their energy. So it's just one of those cool things where I just don't leave you on your own. I try to make sure you get where you're supposed to be. Wait, tell me like two more things about me. Please. (laughs) I actually have a fun thing. There's a pair of shoes you really like. You're supposed to go buy. So the next pair of shoes that's extremely expensive, you're actually supposed to, you actually have your eye on something. But I'm supposed to like, buy them. They're a good. There's a good reason to buy them. It's just because you want them. Okay. Be frivolous. You know, look. You actually have your eye on on, but they're a little bit too much money. So it's actually fun. So go do that. I can't fun picture thing. what they are, but I'm sure they're it's in a there. really cool pair of shoes. Um, and the other thing is, is you're supposed to be. There's somebody in your life right now that is very smitten with you. Hmm. And they're waiting for you to notice them, but they're right there with you all the time. Like, I feel them on the corner. So it's Wait, it's not the you... short little guy. No. Okay. That man you got to stay away from. He's actually, This guy's actually tall and skinny. Tall and skinny. Mm-hmm. But very high cheekbones. Oh, okay. And actually, there's a specific club you go to that he's at the club all the time. So keep your eye out for him. Okay. Keep your eye out. He's sweating. He's very quiet. So he doesn't really have a have a pair. Oh, well, do I want, you think I should? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. This is is a good one. This is a good one. But he hangs out at clubs. I don't like clubs. This is a good one. Okay. He works there. He works at the club. Mm -hmm. He works there. So that's why when you, you go through your circuit, you'll recognize him because now that I said it, you'll recognize his energy. Very quiet, tall, very good energy. And just keeps his mouth shut and doesn't get involved in anybody's business. But it doesn't mean he's not paying attention and watching. So you do have that interest there. You need to get a pair of shoes. And more than anything else, you have got to open that other side of you up. I don't fully know what that means, but I know it will come to me. What, opening yourself up? Yeah. But Start like, playing with crystals. Start going to more no, metaphysical yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. I'm just trying to think like... Past life regression, uh, yeah. soul retrieval, that type of thing. But I think you're past the soul retrieval. You've actually done a lot of healing in your lifetime. Yeah. So it's not... You've taken a lot of the fragments back. It's called soul defragmentation where people have taken our power, whether we've given it to them or they've stolen it without our permission. And you go through this whole process because we're in trauma from the time we come through the birth canal. So what happens is, is we actually go through the process of trying to fix all those pieces we lost during this lifetime. So then you're prepared to do a past life regression. But you've already made, you've actually done a lot of this work naturally on your own without even knowing. But that's also because of who you were back then. Mm-hmm. You automatically know how to heal your body and, and, and get rid of things and heal your spirit. So you're really ready. So you do past life regression. You start playing with crystals. You start playing with scents. You start allowing yourself to walk around and just hover your hand over and feel energy allowing yourself to feel energy and then once you got that energy opening up okay now what is this feeling what does this mean and then everything will start coming back to you okay I have so many things I want to talk about, but it's been an hour, and I'm so sorry, but thank you for being here. This Absolutely, is amazing. Absolutely, anytime. And listeners, she's the one. Call her. So give Elena a call for all your psychic needs. You guys, thanks so much for listening. If you want to see me live this weekend, um, I'm only doing one show this weekend. I'm going up to Ventura. I'll be at the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club hosting a show called 
Two Dykes, One Mike. That's the name of the show. <laughs> so uh, it'd be fun to see you there. I'm also going to be back in that area on the 15th of September because I will be launching that brunch with Ross Matthews and it's going to be a blast. So uh, that's going to be at the Levity Live uh, area there. So go to Ross Bubbly Brunch on Instagram and you'll find all the details there, honey. And also that weekend on the 14th, I'm going to be doing my live comedy game show with my best friend Sam Pancake at the world-famous Hollywood Improv. It's called The Once Over. You can get those tickets at hollywood.improv.com. Also, as always, please leave us a five-star review, a five-star rating in the review. You can share a ghost story or just say something nice about the show or don't say anything at all. You can do that on Apple Podcasts. Also, uh, you can send me a ghost story by going to Ghosted by Roz at gmail.com or you can go to the Facebook group Ghosted by Roz Dresvelas we also have a Facebook page Ghosted by Roz Dresvelas I'm on Cameo at Roz Dresvelas and Instagram at Roz Dresvelas hey here's another announcement I'm thinking now this is just a brainstorm idea I think it would be really fun since I so much enjoy reading your ghost stories wouldn't it be cool hear me out if I have some of you call in and we do an episode where I interview people and listen to your ghost stories via a phone call, I think it would be fun. So if you would like to be a part of that very special episode, send me an email, ghostedbyroz at gmail.com and put in the header something about, you know, just letting me know that you would like to be interviewed possibly. And then we'll figure out a date where we can do that and, a f- you know, phone numbers to call each other or whatever. And I think it would be fun. Um, so if I get enough people that have good stories, I would like it if you could send me the story and then we'll we'll listen to it. Or I'll look over it and that sort of a thing. And then I'll pick a couple of them and then we'll do a, a phone interview. I don't know. I think it'd be fun. I'm just brainstorming. Guys, I love you all. Both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! A podcast network.